Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. For Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Friday. Congratulations. We have made it. Self High Fives all the way around. There is so much we're dealing with today, but one of the highlights for me, absolutely, positively, Mike Love, the original, original, like the OG of the Beach Boys. He's going to be with us at 505 and it's a really special treat because Mike Love of the Beach Boys is going to be here, and the Beach Boys are performing uh, Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series, Meadow Event Park in Doswell. It's Thursday. I have some tickets, but guess what? I was actually at the radio factory a little bit earlier today. I had some errands in that area that I had to run, stopped over at uh, Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the Lakeside section of Henrico. Uh, chatted with uh, Robbie and Chris and the gang. But anyway, so then I popped over to the radio factory, thanks to uh, Jeremy, the uh, producer of this here little program, who who left a gift, or, well, uh, I, I kind of bought a couple of little gifts for me, which I really appreciate. It was very, very kind. And um, while I was there, I was chatting with a few folks. I saw my buddy John Reed. Haven't seen him in, gosh, seems like forever. And uh, he said, oh, well, what, are you, what are, you, are you doing something special for your birthday? I said, well, and he said, well, we like a surprise last-minute trip to Thailand. And I thought, John, I'm, I'm not even doing a last-minute trip to the Thai restaurant in Ashland, you know. No, I'm not going to Thailand for my vacation. I mean my birthday. But after all of that, my boss came by, and uh, we were chatting about some stuff, and good guy, Zach is his name, good solid, actually good solid guy. I mean, he's stretched like 18 different ways to Sunday. But he said, by the way, you have Beach Boys tickets we're, we're going to give away today. I said, yeah, I heard about it yesterday. Said, no, no. He says, we've got two pairs of Beach Boys tickets. So that is pretty cool. That's a, a special little add-on because Mike Love of the Beach Boys is going to be here today at 5.05. So we've got great stuff that we are going to cover as we lead up to that. Uh, I, I have to ask, given that we had Shannon Dillon with us the other day, Shannon Dillon is running for Commonwealth's attorney in Henrico County. And, you know, Henrico County is, it, it has really become an odd sort of a locale, if you ask me. A uh, lot of uh, the, these sort of like yoga pants folks on the left. Well, for those of you who are in your yoga pants and you're maybe thinking about running to Whole Foods... You, you you are going to recall there was a murder there a couple of days ago, right? I mean, I'm just saying, it, it didn't happen uh, because of Whole Foods, I don't think, no. But there were two folks arrested. Deontay Marquell Winston and Katoya Brown, both of Crew. Now, I don't know about you, I don't think all that many folks from Crew 
come to Short Pump to shop at the Whole Foods. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. And uh, those two now have been arrested and uh, apparently shot. LeSean McClenny of Druryville, 30 years old. Julian LeSean McClenny of Druryville. Where's Druryville? I'm going to have to look that up because I'm trying to think. Is is that Whole Foods in Short Pump the closest Whole Foods to all of these fine folks that came to Short Pump for some reason? West Broad Village, no less. I, I don't know. I'm just asking. 8.45 in the evening. You tell me. I've been in that Whole Foods at an 8.45 time in the evening. I really have. I've popped in there every once in a while. They do a great job with flowers. Now, I'm not, uh, I'm not necessarily a fan of the preachy food. Well, you know, this, this piece of meat, first of all, this piece of meat in our case, the, the butcher wept the entire time that he prepared it. And, and he took careful care as he was preparing it to talk to the, to the piece of meat and, and, and rub it so it felt better about giving its life for you, Madam Yoga Pants Wearing Person. Uh, but, 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 but that's not all. No, no, that's not all. And, 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 and it, was, it, was, it was sourced in a way that this particular piece of beef... Oh, it, it was part of a cow at some point, but don't worry. The cow was happy. The, 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 the folks who raised this cow for Whole Foods, uh, this cow actually had the premiere package on uh, YouTube TV. So it could watch anything it wanted any day of the week. And, and that's not all. No, no, that's not all. Uh, it also had a, a completely furnished living room. That the cow, no, it wasn't a leather couch, of course not. No, it was like a crushed velvet thing, but uh, it was, it had a wonderful life. So, you don't need to feel the least bit guilty about paying $97 a pound for a piece of meat. Look, I think the crazy people who shop at Whole Foods to begin with, and I don't like the preachy food, I don't want my food to have an opinion. I really don't. You know what? I want my food to be available. I like my food in front of me. I don't want, I, I really don't. I don't want to know the history of the steer, where he's from, what his favorite hobbies were. Well, we, 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 have, we have special goat milk. Hmm. I don't, I, 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 I'll eat a goat. I'm not a big fan of goat milk. I know, Jeff, but it's so much better than, than cow milk. Why is that? I don't know, but it's, it's triple the price, so it has to be better. All right, here's my suggestion. Put your doggone yoga pants back on and get the hell out of here. And at the same time, pay attention to the fact that right there in Short Pump, y'all had a murder. A real honest-to-goodness murder. And if you think that's good, then by all means, you keep doing what you're doing in terms of politicians. My God, you keep doing what you're doing with the uh, the Commonwealth's attorney there. I don't think Shannon Taylor is all that upset about this, is she? Probably not. I, I know she's busy. Shannon Taylor is so busy running for attorney general that a lot of times the actual criminal activity in Henrico County, those things don't necessarily hit her radar. And I'm sure this... 
what, what's she a big fan of? What did they call that? Oh, restorative justice. No, seriously, maybe she can get... Uh, now, hold on a second here. All right, so so the murder victim is Julian LeSean McClenny. Now, he's dead, so he's not really going to be all that involved. But maybe Shannon Taylor can get the two suspects, uh, Katoya Brown and Deontay Marquell Winston. Get them together to, you know, share their stories. Maybe, maybe Bond and, and yeah... Here's an idea. How about you elect a Commonwealth attorney in Henrico County who supports the cops who are actually trying to stop the crime from happening in the first place? I mean, I'm just spitballing here. There's a reason that I live in Hanover County. We got an amazing sheriff in Colonel David Hines, and uh, our new Commonwealth's attorney uh, is going to be Mackenzie Babichenko. And I'm sure I'm butchering her name, but everybody calls her Bab. She's a brilliant, brilliant woman. And she has served under Trip Chalkley's administration for a number of years. She's ready to go. And let me tell you something. We don't, we don't do this sort of stuff in Hanover. We just don't. We just don't. And it's not that it's uh, some sort of a walled-off place, you know, with passport control. It's just that it's a community that says, let's, let's look out for each other and let's not elect crazy people to positions. Okay. Having said all of that, let me remind you that it is a Friday if you're with me on the live cats on Getter, you know that I am wearing a red shirt. I always try to wear something red on Friday. R-E-D. Remember, everyone deployed. That was started by a couple of Marine moms a number of years ago. And in addition to my red shirt, I am wearing, uh, well, I've got my thin blue line bracelet from my pal Emily Morrissey because I'm, I'm always wearing that. And because I'm going to be talking to my buddy Stan Andrewski today, I've got my certified auto repair bracelet and... It is Friday, so I've got a very special red bracelet uh, for my very special friend, Emily Morrissey, from Emily's Bracelets. And I've got some great news. You know, the Morrissey family, in all candor, have just been through the flipping ringer uh, the last year. And Emily's Bracelets had to go on a little hiatus. Well, October the 1st, which is the fifth anniversary of Emily's Bracelets, it's a relaunch, man. It is a total relaunch. New bracelets are going to be, you know, now things like the thin blue line bracelet and all that. Of course, they're going to stay, but there are all sorts of new designs. And I know I've seen online they're, they're getting rid of some of the old stock. It, it, I'm just so happy for Emily because she is, as you know, uh, just an absolute delight, uh, uh, Central Virginia treasure. So October the 1st is the relaunch. And here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get Emily's page on Facebook to increase the number of likes and followers. And I, I know it's a crazy number, but we'd love to get to 10,000. I say we because, well, I, I consider myself part of Team Emily, you know. I, I love Emily Morrissey. They're a great, great young lady. But we're trying to get her Facebook page up to 10,000. So if you got a couple of moments, it's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to hurt you. Uh, pop on Facebook and like Emily's bracelets on Facebook, okay? And uh, hopefully we'll get her to 10,000. A lot of folks asking me as well about the, uh, the birthday tomorrow and the birthday presents. Well, uh, here's what I can tell you. I've gotten a beautiful birthday card. I, I will share this one, uh, which is uh, also came from my pal Emily. And not one, but two pairs of super-duper socks. You know that I love the crazy socks. I got. They gave me a pair of socks with cowboy boots because I always wear my Tacovas boots. And people ask, well, 
Why does a guy who was born and raised in Philadelphia and lived a, a huge chunk of his life in New England wear cowboy boots? You know what the answer is? Because he can. Because it's America. That's why. Because I love them. They feel great. I, I, I can afford them. And I bought them. I love my Tacovas. And then also a, a beautiful pair of boots related to the grill. Ah, bringing up to date on the smoker in just a moment. It is 315 Jeff Katz, News Radio. 323. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Yes, of course I wear my Peppa Pig hat. It is Friday. Nothing that says Friday like a little uh, Peppa Pig. Uh, we're going to have a good deal of fun today. I just have to tell you that. I'm looking at uh, uh, the lineup today. We got a lot of really fun, positive things. 335, I'm going to get some details for you about a big event coming up tomorrow. It's called the Beaver Dam Brew Jam. And, you know, I was the mayor of Beaverdam. I had uh, my term of office. Uh, I'm not running for re-election, just so we're all very clear on that. I was very happy to serve, and, and, and now I'm done, which is good. But Beaverdam, beautiful, beautiful part of Hanover County, and there's so much going on in Beaverdam. Beaver Dam Brew Jam happens tomorrow, and so we're going to talk a little bit about it at uh, 3.35. Uh, my brother from another mother, Stan Andrewski, is going to be here at 4.35, as he is each and every Friday. We're going to talk about a great event happening down in Chesterfield. This is a little later in the show, uh, where, where if you need dog food, you know, let's uh, dog food is not cheap. Let me tell you something. I mean, we have these two really small dogs, and, and the amount of money we spend for dog food is crazy. I took them one time to Whole Foods, let them talk to the steaks that were grown by, I don't know, the uh, the organic tractors or whatever the hell they are. And I said, no, we're going over there. We're getting kibble. And maybe bits if you're good, but kibble for sure. Um but dog food's expensive, so there's going to be a big event in Chesterfield uh, tomorrow, and I'll give you the details on that at 5.35. Then at 5.05, man, right in the middle of everything, Mike Love, the original Beach Boy, uh, is going to help us out. We're giving away not one, but two pairs of tickets to uh, to come out to Meadow Event Park. I absolutely am going to be there. Would not miss it for the world. Uh, it is Thursday, Thursday evening. Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series at Meadow Event Park in Doswell. So that's going to be great. Mike Love at 5.05. Now, in the midst of all of this, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, yes, we will be talking about all of the important issues of the day. And there are, uh, to put it mildly, one or two. Let me remind you about the text line, 833-804-1140, 804-1140. Would love to have you uh, participate on that. Oh, 326, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. 335, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is a Friday. Uh, it is toasty. There's no doubt about that. But there's so much great stuff that uh, is coming our way. We're going to talk about a lot of the fun this afternoon. We really are. I don't know. It, it, it's just... I don't know if it's because it's the day before my birthday or it's really hot or whatever it is. Uh, we, I know we've got serious stuff to deal with, but i got to tell you, we've got Mike Love for the Beach Boys joining us at 5.05. You don't want to miss that. That is going to be... Uh 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, a blast and a half. We have not one, but two pairs of tickets to uh, to join me out in uh, Doswell for the Beach Boys concert this Thursday. So you stay very, very close. We're going to be giving those away between 4 and 6 this afternoon. And tomorrow in uh, Beaver Dam, which is a great place. As you know, I was, I was the mayor of Beaver Dam. Uh, there is the Beaver Dam Brew Jam, and I just uh, I want to learn a little bit more about it. I want you to learn a little bit more about it. Angelica Valencia is joining us. She is in charge of social media and information, and I don't know. You've got a lot of really impressive titles. Is it okay if I just call you uh, Angelica? If you would, yeah, that'd be great, Jeff. Thanks. Okay. Perfect. I'm, I'm glad to hear that we're off on a good foot. So tell me a little bit about this. What exactly is going to be happening in the Big Brew Jam tomorrow? Well, uh, thanks so much for having me on your show. I'm really excited. This is our 10th year of doing the Beaver Dam Brew Jam Craft Beer Festival um, in Beaver Dam. Yep. It is a big fundraiser for the Beaver Dam Roaring Club. It's a nonprofit organization um, you're familiar with. In Beaver Dam, uh, we do the 4th of July Parade. We have a Patrick Henry Scholarship Fund uh, that we do every year. Uh, we just put on a lot of community events and raise proceeds to put back out there into our small community. Uh, so Craft Beer Festival tomorrow. Super excited about it. We're going to have um, Damian Allen. He's like a human jukebox. He's going to be opening up uh, for us. He's got over 400 songs, and the crowd gets to pick and choose what they want to hear, and he'll play them as they as they choose them. So okay. that'll be fun and exciting. Looking forward to that. And uh, and then we're having Mother's Little Helper come on, and they are a Rolling Stones um, cover band that um, has a, a really good following, and we've heard great things about. So looking forward to hearing them, too. Excellent. By the way, I've seen them. Now, I haven't seen Damien, but I have seen uh, Mother's Little Help, and they do a great job. It, it, it is, it's a solid group, I'm telling you. I'm thrilled to hear that. Yeah, I've seen some of their, uh, some of their videos, but I haven't seen them live yet, so it's yeah. going to be exciting. It is going to be fun. Now, uh, this whole craft beer thing, I, I have to imagine there will be a beer or two that will be available. A beer or two or 30. Um, yeah, it looks like at the moment we're going to have over 30 beers. Uh, we have three different beer distributors. We've got Brown, Pretty Ugly Distribution, and Everly Distribution. So um, this is going to be the biggest brew jam yet. I mean, it's, it's it's ten years. We wanted to go big, so absolutely, we're absolutely. we're looking forward to it. And uh, not just beer, but also a great selection of ciders. Okay, because um, you know we know beer is not necessarily for everyone. No. We've got food vendors. We've got a kids zone. So yeah. I would tell you that the ciders. I discovered a great cider there. It is a, uh, it's an app. What is it? It's an uh, apple donut cider, apple donut uh, cider that I discovered. I think it was it was either last year or the year before at the Brew Jam, and it is oh, it's worth a trip from anywhere to go and 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 enjoy it and get it. It's uh, it's always solid stuff. And then you mentioned the food. I mean, you, you're drinking beer. You gotta have a little something to eat. A nosh here and there, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Great variety of food vendors coming up this year. Um, 
We have uh, one place that does uh, like a Caribbean jerk nacho. Mm. And um, yeah, Mobile Yum Yum, they've got a great following. They they are very, very popular and they've come back year after year for us. So we're looking forward to them. I love it. I love it, Angelica. So people are hearing this now. Some people in, in our neck of the woods know all about Beaver Dam, know how oh, to yeah. get there, know all about the Brew Jam. But, you know, we're talking to a lot of people in Henrico and Chesterfield and out in New Kent. Uh, give us the details so that folks can actually get there, the times, locations, etc. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be tomorrow on your birthday. Yes. Uh, so Saturday, September 9th, it's going to be from 12 to 6 p.m., and uh, it's in Beaverdam, so basically a straight shot down 95, and uh, a lot of people get off at the King's Dominion exit, and we'll head straight over from there. It's not too, it's about uh, 15 minutes from King's Dominion, so not too bad at all. No, really, really, uh, relatively easy to find, and uh, an emphasis on relatively, because we don't want a whole bunch of people moving to Beaver, Beaver Dam, but you can come visit, eat some stuff, and, and then go yep. home, right? That's our philosophy. Absolutely. We like it the way it is. Exactly. <laughs> well, Angelica, I, know, I thank you so much for making time for us. I'm hoping that I'll run into you tomorrow at the uh, the Brew Jam. And uh, Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I, I love it. I appreciate uh, all of the information. That is Angelica Valencia. She is the social media director, and the, the they got a lot of titles. But that's the way it is in Beaver Dam. Let me tell you something. People in Beaver Dam pitch in, work together. It is such an amazing community. And that's why I say I, was, I really was humbled uh, to serve a term as the mayor of Beaver Dam. Now, this is a big event, the Brew Jam. This is the 10th annual Brew Jam. As she mentioned, more than 30 different beers. They've got ciders as well. Uh, food, obviously. Look, you're not going to be around 30 beers and not have a, uh, a little something to eat, okay? So you, you, you just go out between noon and 6, and you will really, really, really have a great time. It is my birthday, and I thought, well, well, tomorrow's my birthday. Well, do I really want to abuse myself? Do I do I want to watch MSNBC? Uh, could I give myself the gift of not having to watch MSNBC? But, you know, I'm dedicated to you. Because if I don't watch MSNBC, somebody else is going to be forced to watch MSNBC, and God knows what can happen to him. I don't want that thing. I don't want that resting on me. So I did it. Uh, yes, I do. I watch MSNBC so that you don't have to and no really it's okay you're welcome let me give you first example of msnbc now you understand these people are bat crap crazy to begin with this guy is bat crap crazy times three cut number one stewart everything basil just said how do we get people how do these foundations get this to break through so people understand it they realize it yeah, listen, I think this is why it was so important that in the last election, the president went out and talked about democracy. Um, really, that is what the 24 race is about. Democracy is on the ballot. And I say this and it sounds alarmist, but I know these people and it's true. If Donald Trump or Donald Trump wannabe like DeSantis is elected president, it will be the last election that we can recognize as an American election. So we should listen to what they're saying. And you know, the difficulty with the unimaginable is that it's hard to imagine. And that's when democracy slides into autocracy. That's why I wrote this book. It's what the people who believe in democracy have a difficulty imagining that it will end. And the autocrats take advantage of that. And they use the, the powers of uh, the freedoms afforded in a democracy to help end that democracy. And that's exactly what's playing out here. 
Okay, so a couple of things. First of all, you're a lunatic. You are one freaking lunatic. But I admire the fact you're trying to pitch your book. That's why he's there. He wants to sell the book. And the book is about how terrible Donald Trump is. If Donald Trump wins, wins or a Donald Trump wannabe, or anybody who even ever used the word Trump in a sentence, or, or, or anybody, anybody, if anybody wins except Joe Biden, man, I'm telling you, it's all over. That's it. It's it. That democracy is dead. Uh, it's not. I will offer this, though. If Joe Biden somehow wins, then I would think, boy, I don't know if I can recognize that as an American election. That's an alarmist. I don't want to. You know, I sound like an alarmist. You know why you sound like an alarmist? Because you're an alarmist. Oh, it's very difficult for people on our side to uh, do this or that. Really? Well, I have found that your side, in fact, runs damn near everything. Say newsrooms. Newsrooms are populated almost exclusively by leftists. Newspaper, television, radio, all the all the uber leftists you got a tiny teeny little part of the media that exists that is always dealing with fair and balanced sorry that's who we are john in the morning myself in the afternoon period end of story so if these folks on msnbc look they're talking at this point i suppose to dozens of viewers maybe he can sell his book he was part of that goofy Lincoln project. Remember that one that uh, was completely and totally, well, let's just say it fell apart in a very ugly fashion. He hates Trump. Okay, well, just come out and say you hate Trump. I would have more respect for if you said, hey, I hate Trump, and here's a book that talks about how much I hate Trump. Would you please give me 20 bucks because I want to sell a copy of the book about how I hate Trump. That at least would be honest. No idea how many books he's going to sell. No idea what he does for a, a, a real job. But I can tell you this. It's all happening on MSNBC, which means, number one, most people are unaware of it blissfully. And number two, they are bat crap crazy. 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Everybody's working for the weekend. Oh, man, tell me about it. Yeah, that's sort of the, the, the entire mission And this is a short week, too, and, and nonetheless, yeah. Hey, there's a uh, new production of COVID Theater. Just want you to know, uh, this will be uh, hitting uh, stages around America soon, apparently. Masks. They're going to try and push the mask thing again. This is even after we know the masks are not effective. In fact, they were not effective. And there's a brand new study from the CDC just uh, last week, which talks about health risks, problems that come from wearing these masks. And half the jackasses I see wearing masks right now aren't wearing them in the correct way anyway. I've seen people wearing them like they were holding up a bank uh, under their chin, like they're keeping their chin closed. I've seen these masks covered with, with ketchup and, and, and relish and mustard. I thought, man, that was, that was a good hot dog right there, wasn't it? Hanging from one ear. Look, I'm not interested in performance art. I'm just not. I've never really enjoyed performance art anyway, so no. But uh, cut number six, please. In this a bit of a fantasy world where we're pretending mm. that COVID is not relevant, 
Is that the right call in your eyes to not make masks part of the conversation going forward? You know, not only should it be part of the conversation, but it should be very clear when there is the need to use it. There's no doubt that masks work. Talking about an individual's effect on their own safety. I am concerned that people will not abide by recommendation. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. Not interested. Honest to God, kish mir tuchus. That's Yiddish for Kishmir Tukas. Do we have time for cut number seven? If we do, let's hear cut number seven. Well, Laura, we, we have a crisis of both competence and ethical behavior here. I mean, to hear Fauci and Burks, who presided over the biggest healthcare fiasco in a century with completely wrong information, spewing out misinformation and pseudoscience. Here's the facts. Number one, there is no deadly pandemic present. There hasn't been now for a couple of years. Number two, there is no public health emergency. So therefore, there should never be an emergency use authorization for some kind of experimental drug, which we're about to see. And third point, which is more specifically about masks here. Masks do not work, period. That's the science. That's all the data. If you believe in science at all, you look at the studies that were published by the CDC back in May 2020 that showed that masks were not protective for people in a viral respiratory infection. This has been validated over and over again. Annals of Internal Medicine, uh, the Danish study in November of 2020, they were not protective of a randomized control trial. And then the Cochrane study earlier this year, which wasn't a single study, it was a analysis of all the sound scientific data, all of it. Fauci is spewing nonsense. And the Cochrane study had two important conclusions. Number one, the mask, Surgical medical masks did not show a reduction in respiratory viral infections. But the second point is there was no difference between surgical masks and N95 masks. Okay, so this is complete nonsense. I don't know what Fauci's talking about. The reason is because he doesn't know what Fauci's talking about. Again, we have a crisis here. We have a crisis of not just competence. We have people who refuse to admit they were wrong. Okay, the earth is round. Two plus two equal four. Masks do not work. And those lockdowners will literally never admit they were wrong. That's Dr. Scott Atlas. And Dr. Atlas is telling the truth for all of us, isn't he? Standing up and saying, look, this stuff isn't working. It hasn't worked. Here's all the studies. Sorry. I, I will remind you, as the uh, mask hysteria seems to be uh, getting pushed yet again, that uh, Dr. Fauci, initially said to everybody there's no reason to wear a mask that's not going to help you it's not going to protect you it's just it's not going to work and then when it became the accept, uh, accepted dogma from the democrats and remember when you follow the science you have to follow the political science that's what this is all about and the democrats decided oh yeah yeah, yeah. no we got to get everybody masked up we got to conceal their identity uh we've got to have these random drop boxes hey that's going to be good for us by the way did you know that nancy pelosi 83 years old 83 years old has just announced she's running for re-election may i ask a question why why would anyone who's 83 years old and done a piss poor job on top of it just take a look at san francisco why would she run for re-election? How could she run for re-election? How could anybody in her district look around and say, oh, yeah, we got to send her back for what is it now, the, uh, uh, the, the, the 60th term, no, 16th term, 
It's crazy. 357, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Friday. Congratulations. Self high vibes all the way around. The, the, the Hollywood types and anybody associated with the Hollywood types, honest to God, they get dumber every single day. Do you notice they're still on strike? No. Uh, right. Who, who cares? Was it the writers on strike? The, the actor? It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. But these, uh, uh, the two guys in Norway that uh, made a movie, I, you may have heard the uh, the last couple of seconds with uh, uh, the Dana show. It's hysterical. This is a, um, it is an historical movie about uh, Norway, right? It's, it's Norway. In 1750? And the suggestion is... Uh, there are just too many white people. In fact, it's all white people. No, I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how to, oh, Denmark. I'm sorry, not not Norway. No, uh, Denmark. Now I can see the whole point of complaining about it. I mean, you know, Denmark in the 1750s. Boy, that was wasn't it known as the the frozen melting pot? No, of course it wasn't. Be, because the drama is about the 1750s in Denmark. Historical drama. Just about everybody in the film is white. You know why? Because just about everybody in Denmark in the 1750s was white. I just, I don't get this nonsense. You're telling a story about a time in history. You have to accurately reflect that time in history. Well, you could have cast, well, sure, you could have cast anybody you wanted, I suppose. But the whole drama is historical. And the desire is to stay close to what really happened. <sighs> anyway. Oh, yes, Harry is, is tending bar again today at the club. For those of you that are concerned. I, honest to goodness, I've been getting these great Facebook messages going, Jeff, you said Harry was going to be tending bar uh, at uh, the club at Hanover uh, Golf Club. Is he there? Yeah, he's there now. I think he's there tomorrow, too. So uh, go in. He makes a really, really good drink. That is absolutely true he learned that here in the house you know during the covid lockdown if only we had purchased a house with a home gym if we had done that i would be ripped i would be jacked like bobby kennedy jr but we did it we bought a house with a bar so we all know how to make a really good cocktail in fact i was i just went in to use the little uh, broadcaster's room and there's this really cute lady sitting at the bar in there, blonde. And I said, hey, you got any plans tonight? I said, no, no. I said, I got tickets for the Black Crows. Oh. So would you like to go? She said, yeah, I would. So I think we're going to go. It was really nice. No, nice. She was very nice, very pretty. And I did. I asked her. I asked her if she came there often. And she, and she said she did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, coming up an hour from now. Mike Love, the original Beach Boy. They're coming to town to Doswell as well. Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series right at Meadow Event Park in Doswell. Mike Love will be with us at 5.05. Now, I mentioned to you that we have not one but two pairs of tickets for the Beach Boys. I said sometime between 4 and 6, I'm going to give them away. Well, one of those times has arrived. 
And if you will remind me in just a few moments, I'm going to give you a chance to win the first pair of tickets for the Beach Boys. All right? Stay very, very close, and uh, you'll be able, I hope, to uh, join me out there in Doswell. There's a lot of stuff going on we need to be aware of. But the poll numbers that are out are actually very, very good. Very, very good. Oh, oh well, no, not if you're a Democrat. If, if you're a Democrat, they're very, very bad. And CNN, of course, well, they're Democrats. And I just want you to take a listen to this is almost like it's funereal. Honest to God, I just I, I, it's like they're at a wake or something. Cut number two. What David said is is so true. I, mean, I have heard from people in and around Hunter Biden's world for some time. Uh, incredible frustration that his father, the president, and more importantly, the Democrats who are in this sort of strategist world have not been mounting a defense. Because if you let things hang out there, I mean, how many examples do we have in modern politics? If you don't answer something and if you don't push back against something, particularly something that there is no evidence of, it's going to seep into the zeitgeist. And that seems to be what is happening, at least according to this poll. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, especially with something like this, where they are putting this out there, Republicans on every level, they're doing investigations in the House. You have uh, all of the presidential candidates talking about this. You have these Republican operatives talking about this. They are on this message nonstop. And it's not just on Fox. I mean, they're saying it in rallies. Mm -hmm. They're talking about it on social media. I mean, this is their talking point or one of their very big talking points right now, particularly when you look at the far right. I have heard from a number of Democrats who have told me that they wish that they would push back or even say anything at all, because right now it feels as though they're just getting completely clobbered. Yeah. And, and what they say at uh, at the White House and in, again inside Biden world is this is what he ran on to separate himself from the Justice Department, that there is a DOJ probe and he doesn't want to do anything to uh, to step on that. Real quick, Ellie, as Evan said, a sitting president, his Justice Department likely indicting and trying to take to trial. Yeah, Dan, DOJ has given me whiplash on this one because six weeks ago they were they did walk into court and they were ready to get rid of this case for a misdemeanor and dismiss the gun charge. Now they're about to indict him for a felony gun charge, which would likely carry jail time if there's a conviction. The only conclusion that I think is consistent with all this is that the whistleblowers were right, that initially DOJ was ready to go in there and give this deal away cheaply. And when the political pressure amped up, DOJ did a complete 180. uh, And now they've appointed, they've made David Weiss special counsel, and now they're bringing an indictment. Republicans and the damn truth. There's no, she said there's no evidence. And I thought, but there's there's a boatload of evidence. There's all sorts of evidence. Now, I realize, I realize, you're going to need to do a little bit of, um, you know, what's that term? It used to be, oh, oh a reporting. Yeah, you're actually going to have to do some reporting, which I know for the vast majority of people who want to tell you how they're real reporters and serious journalists, that's, uh, that's something they didn't quite pick up in that J school. Oh, they learned how to be social justice warriors, how to advocate for the left, how to argue on behalf of the left, how to attack conservatives, how to demean Republicans. That, oh, yeah, they all aced that. But that whole reporting thing, man, was just sort of lost on him. That's a shame. It's a shame. I don't like Joe Biden. I know that comes as a shock to you. 
But I don't want Joe Biden persecuted. If, however, he's done something wrong, I absolutely want him prosecuted. You don't like Donald Trump. There are a boatload of people who just don't like him. Got it. Do you really want him persecuted? I don't think you do. Now, if he committed a crime, should he be prosecuted? Absolutely. But what we have right now is not a series of prosecutions. These are latter-day witch trials. You've got to remember, I spent a long time living just outside of Salem, Mass. I know how that stuff worked. And that's kind of what this is. These are people who hate him. And they're doing everything humanly possible to keep him from being reelected president of the United States. Now they're, they're trotting out the 14th Amendment. Well, this would automatically disqualify him once again. Professor Alan Dershowitz stands up and says, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You want to talk about constitutional scholars? I can give you a couple of examples. In fact, the two that come to mind are about as different in terms of their political ideology as is humanly possible. On the one side, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. On the other side, Professor Alan Dershowitz. I can guarantee you they would not agree on political issues. Man, I don't know if they could agree on what to have for lunch if they got together, but they they both know the Constitution. They're both brilliant, brilliant men who are treasures to this nation. Very different backgrounds, very different career paths. I don't want Donald Trump persecuted. If he committed a crime, by all means, prosecute him. But what we have right now is a circus. And it is designed to keep him off the ballot. Nothing more, nothing less. There's nobody there trying to get the truth. They're trying to tie him up in knots so he can't run for re-election. That's the fact. Like it or lump it, I don't care. That's the fact. 414, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. I'm picking up Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I want to... I want to send you to Doswell. I I want you to go and enjoy the Beach Boys Thursday night, just like I'm going to be enjoying the Beach Boys Thursday night. You want a pair of tickets? Uh, Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series, Meadow Event Park in Doswell. Excuse me, that is this Thursday. Only thing I ask. If, if, If you win the tickets or you're trying to win the tickets, please make sure you can go. You know that happens every once in a while. People go, well, I won the tickets. I can't go. Oh, I want you to go. How do I want to do this? I've got so many different ways to give these tickets away. Would you be willing to sing a Beach Boy song on the air? You would, wouldn't you? All right, I, I don't want to do it right now because I know Jeremy is doing a million different things, and then he's got to stay for, like, uh, high school football till Monday or something. So this first set I'm going to make really easy, just, just super easy, all right? <coughs> Excuse me. Caller number 11. 833-804-1140. 833-804-1140. Caller number 11. You're going to get yourself a pair of tickets. You will uh, be headed out to Doswell this Thursday evening for the Beach Boys, Atlantic Union Bank, After Hours Concert Series. That's my buddy Matt Krieger and his team who put that on, boy, and they do a great, great job. 
There's also all of these updates. Have you heard them on this Hurricane Lee? Can I remind the weather folks? The name Lee is offensive, remember? Aren't we stripping the name Lee from everything, taking down Lee statues, trying to pretend that Washington and Lee doesn't involve Lee? So how can you name a hurricane Lee? I don't know about you. I'm going to begin referring to it as Hurricane Greg Adams. Well, it's only fair. It's only the right thing to do because there are people obviously so upset uh, with the name Lee. And I just, I don't want people to be upset. I'm fundamentally a nice guy. So Hurricane Greg Adams, we'll keep you updated on the uh, the progress on that hurricane. Oh, 435 today. Yes, my brother from another mother, Stan Andruski, is going to be here. Uh, in the Garage is his great show, the best weekend show anywhere. Airs 8 o'clock Saturday mornings right here on News Radio WRBA. Now, I've got a couple of questions for Stan. He doesn't even expect yet, but uh, I think that uh, the Katz family may be in the market to purchase a car new to us. Not a new car. I don't do new cars, but a car new to us. So I want to find out from him what we need to know, what we should be on the lookout for, maybe even where we should go. So many different places now, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. But Stan will be with us at 435. Mike Love, the original Beach Boy, at 505. It's 426, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is Friday. Yes, we have made it. Congratulations. Self-high fives all the way around. We got great stuff that we're dealing with this afternoon. Half hour from now, Mike Love, founder of the Beach Boys, the original Beach Boy, who's coming to town Thursday with the gang, is going to be with us. I have one adult. Additional pair of tickets for the Beach Boys. And I'm going to uh, give them out uh, sometime in the 5 o'clock hour. All right, here's what I'm going to tell you. It will be after we speak with Mike Love. Okay? So stick around. You know what happens on Fridays? Every single Friday comes before Saturday. Saturday mornings, 8 a.m., best weekend radio show anywhere, In the Garage with Stan Andruski airs on this very radio station. And now on Fridays, we get a little uh, a little sneak peek. We talk about auto issues. Gives me the chance to catch up with uh, my brother from another mother, Stan Andruski. Good afternoon, sir. Jeff Katz. Jeff Katz. And all of our lovely community in central virginia what is up my brother besides the temperature come on good oh, lord dude you i'm melting you're melting man and every time i send you a photo of the thermometer here you go ah, it's hotter over here nah i got you beat. it is hey i proved it i'm sorry look i don't mean to be competitive it's just in my nature <laughs> i'm from boston and my Look, my <laughs> I am very loyal to my teams. I'm very loyal to winning, but yeah. I don't always have to win. I can take a back seat uh, if I have to. I have no problem doing that. Um, so, speaking of back seats, boy, uh, make sure that you're not leaving anybody in the back seats. The good news is every time I get out of my uh, Denali, it tells a reminder to look in the back seat, which is really weird, but it does that. And I think sometimes we need that. I, d- I don't know. Uh, you know, what would happen if we still had little kids, but I hope I would never leave one back there or animals. And so be cognitive of that. Obviously, if you have a car also, 
The next time you're walking through the grocery store and you see a nice special on a 12 or 24 pack of water, get it and put it in every vehicle you have. Because yep. I'm telling you, winter or summer, the most the thing that we need most is water, and you can live for a good while without food as long as you have the precious precious resource of water. So we talk about this all the time. Uh, you know, it's fall. Uh, we've probably put 30 cabin air filters this week. Going into next week, we'll probably put 100 or, or, or so in. Wow. Um, I would love to be able to get a great deal on good filters. So we have good deals on them. Bree, our parts princess, fights for them. But as you know, the prices are gone through the roof. We used to do that as complimentary, and we could never do that now because we wouldn't be here next week. They're very That's expensive right. yeah. uh, compared to how they used to be. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cabin air filter... Uh, plus installation might be 30 or $40 these days, you know, just for the filter. So keep that in mind. It used to be 5 or $6. So um, we are trying at Certified to keep the price down. The other thing I just want to talk about a little bit uh, soon in the coming shows and in the weeks to come is going to be uh, just remember, um, I want people just to know how important maintenance is to their cars and how important it is to understand that in the automotive industry, there is nothing, and I mean nothing for certain, uh, we have seen issues on cars that right in front of us, you see, as you like to say, your Johnson rod will break. And we're like, oh, well, you need a Johnson rod. And then we replace it. And over the evening, uh, there's a thunderstorm and thunder or, I'm uh, sorry, not thunder, lightning hits your car. And next thing you know, it doesn't even start. And you're like, uh, you replaced my Johnson rod. That right. does happen. We've had it happen. Yeah. So the other thing is estimates. When you're roof, when you're A plus roofing, or when you're certified auto repair uh, service advisor, or your dealer service advisor comes to you and says, "This is an estimate for your car," we absolutely try the best to stay under your estimate or better, right. at your estimate or better. Um, but a lot of times it goes over that. What I need people to understand and just give a little grace on is, I understand car repair is expensive. We're doing everything we can over at Certified, and there are other shops starting to get in involved with this network that are trying to keep prices down for you guys. Yeah. However, an estimate is an estimate. That is what it is. It is a roundabout figure. Now, I'm not saying you should walk into the door and see a $100 difference in your bill, but you might see 20 or 30 from time to time. It might happen. And mm -hmm. it, by the way, it might go both ways. You might see $30 less, and it happens about the same amount of time. Sometimes we can get 30 or $40 savings one way. Sometimes the parts end up being a little bit more than what they told us, or it needs another clamp or something along those lines. We try to call you guys, but an estimate... We have to get back to the days where, A, we can all talk to each other regardless of our politics, and B, um, B, that you may need a little more. So those are just some of the things I want to talk about. And then we have not talked about for a while, Jeff, uh, intermittent problems. We've had cars come in that uh, act up all the time. Mm -hmm. Every time you go out to, go, to take it to dinner with your family or go pick the kids up or go to school or work, it messes up. And you take it to the shop, and it is perfectly behaved. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's I like it knows. Dude, I think it is that special, magical, magnetic field that surrounds every single repair shop on the earth. I don't know how it can be. Like, I don't know what it is. I promise you call me a car whisperer, and we joke, right? Like, we know the original car whisperer is the great one. Yeah. Uh, and so, but uh, I've learned a lot from him. And, and I'll be honest, I just don't understand how it happens. I've watched it in great awe. We've had cars sit on our lot. This, I'm not trying to scare anybody. Uh, but we will not sell you something. We will not tell you you need something, in other words, on a car that you don't need if we don't know for sure that you need it. Right. So if a car does not act up while it's here, you have two choices. Uh, basically, 
you can take it back, and uh, hopefully when it messes up, we can actually be there and watch it uh, reproduce itself right. and do it. Or or you can leave it here until we go out there every single day and start it, and it finally goes, er, er, and we can fix it then. And that er, er, is a very common thing. I can't tell you what it means. It, we, that's top secret. Uh, but to be honest, even even our pastor, Pastor Josh, and he had an older truck uh, that he loves, and uh, he had a starter problem. He had a brand-new starter on his truck, and he would try to jump start it, and he was like, man, it just won't start. And uh, we, we did part of the engine rebuild on it. And just to give you an idea, we chased this thing down for like two months. My pastor, yeah. he's driving his kids around his truck, and just, he goes, it's not, it's not starting. And I'm trying to run over there, get over, it starts right up. I'm like, I give up. Well, it was a starter. The brand-new starter somebody put on it was a cheap starter. We had no way of knowing it looked brand new. But we finally got it to messed up uh, about three weeks later, and we put a starter on it. There's nobody who can come out there and tell you what those those intermittent problems are right. except for Jesus or, you know, yeah. somebody who's, like, above us. Yeah. Um, so I just want people – we want to talk more about intermittent problems uh, in the future. Absolutely. That's, that's a huge issue that needs to be addressed. I think you did lay hands on Pastor Josh's truck. That's what eventually uh, uh, wound up fixing it. I may or may not have been threatened by a former Marine pastor. He may or may not have said, I don't want my truck dying no more, Stan. You're supposed to be the best. Prove it. He may right. or may not. No, I'm just kidding. There's he a, would never say I've laid down the challenge. Uh, I was in there today, you know, hanging out, just talking about some stuff, and uh, I know we continue, I say we because I always consider myself part of the team, but continue to look for, for great techs and service advisors yeah. and all the rest of that. And I asked Robbie, and i got to ask you in front of everybody, we, we've been sort of texting Uh-oh. back and forth as we always do, but now I sort of have a mission. I think it's time that uh, my lovely bride gets... Uh, gets a newer vehicle. I'm not going to say new because I'm not I don't think I'm going out to buy anything brand new. That's not going to happen. But but a newer vehicle. So uh Yes. <laughs> there are and you <laughs> There are a lot of people. You have, to, you have to discuss what you're talking to me about. You don't have to call it what you what we do, but you have to tell people about what you were experiencing. But go ahead. Okay. Well, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, but I keep getting these photos uh, from these car places. <laughs> like, hey, get a load of this one. I'm thinking, oh my, God, I can't. I, All I can't accurate MBXs, just so you know. He like right. looked up an Odyssey, a newer Odyssey, and Ryan, you know, wait from advance. He's like, oh my gosh, more Hondas, Acuras. <laughs> Jeff loves Acuras, and Heidi really is fond of Hondas. And it's the same thing. Uh, Only in America do they offer a higher version, which is Acura. So you're looking at MDX's new ones because yours is getting up there. Like, yours is 250 or something. Yeah. And uh, so you're starting to look at these. He's sending me these pictures of these absolutely beautiful MDX's, y'all. And I'm like, get it, get it. He goes, yeah, it's just a dream. Get it, Jeff. So is that the best way for all of us to really start, to, to just go to one of the websites? Or have you got a, I, I mean, I'm not looking for a, well, maybe I am looking for a dealer. You know, we hear about CarMax, we hear yeah. about Carvana. Uh, ultimately, with so, anything you're looking at, I, I got to bring it by a shop so an honest mechanic can look at it, right? Yeah, and most shops, you know, they might charge you for the first one. If you bring us like five cars, but we're not going to charge you for everyone. Like, we're going to look at it, make sure the technician's paid, and then we're just going to be like, dude, you're looking for a car. How can we help you? And if it takes two or three, we're just going to look at them real quick and tell, you know, not real right. quick, but we're going to make it, make it a, to where you don't have to pay for it. We'll still do a thorough search. Uh, oh, great one. Say great call. Thank you. Great call, Jeannie. Thank you. Great one. So he's listening. Um, anyway, what I want to say is what I really love and the best experience I've had are two ways. I've done this 
for a long time. But Car Gurus lately has done really good at having a really good knack uh, for. We know Carfax is really good for checking for flooded cars, damages, all kinds of stuff. They're they're the best out there. Car Gurus is really good at saying, "Hey, you like this MDX? Check it out. It's really nice." And based on other cars that have sold, it's two thousand dollars below what they're selling for. I love that. It's instant. There's no Kelly Blue Book, and I'm not trying to down them. It's a good source. But right. they have not been able to keep up. Car Gurus has been very good at it now. There's one exception and one bad part to some of those places. And what is that, Jeff? Uh, what does Car Gurus do and uh, everybody else? Well, uh, I don't want to call it spam because that's such an ugly term. But it's not man, what it is. It's like what? Every 17 seconds. It's car porn, Stan. That's what it is. It's, it's car- not good for you. It's it not. is not good for no. you to view that stuff. Dude, it might driving. be a sin. I don't know. Well, I'm driving <laughs> home and I'm lusting after other vehicles. No, I don't think that's the way I should be living my life. Oh, and let me tell you, cars know. Like I, I, when I look at this Yukon, I have my black truck never had a problem. My black suburban. The day I stopped and looked at it, I wasn't even in that truck. I was in Megan's car. It knew. It like broke something the next day. I was like, "What the heck?" So they know you better be careful if you're looking at if you're looking at new cars or used cars. Don't look at them in the presence of your car, and don't even talk that loud in your house because it will know. So anyway, no, those are great sources. Okay. We talk about it, um, and a lot of times, car gurus will already have like a Carfax report. The other yeah. thing I love to do. Um, is I really, really, really love to go to places like, I think CarMax is one of the better suppliers. They are perfect, but we've gone up there and just driven cars. They have so much inventory more than anybody else, and I'm not getting paid by them. There are some things they do I don't I don't necessarily like. Right. Rick Sharp started the company uh, while I was working at Circuit City. He was a phenomenal guy, and they've, they've it's some of the cleaning, detailing stuff is not what it used to be. However, mm-hmm. uh, customer satisfaction is still number one, and the, the, the amount of vehicles they have up there. If you just walked up there, Say you went to dinner with Heidi, or we go to dinner with our wives, and we went, they're looking for a new car. We went up there, and we just started test driving some of them, sitting in them. All the doors are open. You can kind of get a feel. You're, it's a big purchase. Don't just buy anything. Carvana, in my opinion, the problem with that is, oh, you can return it in how many, ever many days. That's great. But very few people return it. CarMax, you still can return it, but you have so many cars to look at. You can drive all kinds of them and see, oh, I love this, but it drives terribly. So you don't really love it anymore, right? right. Or in Megan's situation, we looked at a beautiful Calvary Blue Camry 2023, almost no miles on it, and the seats on an XSE are terrible compared to the SE and LE. Who knew? I didn't even know, right? right? But we do now. So then she sat in a Lexus next to it. My wife's driving a Lexus right now, and we're not even highfalutin. She goes, I can't buy a Lexus. That's like high class. Yes, you can. It's an ES350. It's basically a luxury version of the Camry. My point is, is those places are great. I love being able to help people make those determinations. And I, I've just lived through it myself the last couple, last year. I've, I've had to buy two cars for my daughter. I've had to buy one for my wife. I've, I bought one. So I'm living in real time for everybody. I That's where you. we're at. All right. That's it. You're done. Thank you for being here. That is my brother from another mother, Stan Andruski. Uh, in case you didn't pick it out uh, out of that camera, we, we, we like each other. He's a good guy. Tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., in the garage with Stan Andruski, right here, News Radio WRVA. If everybody had a nose across the USA, I tell you what, the Beach Boy, not just great music, but it, it was lifestyle. Mike Love was the guy who really was was the, the the moving piece, you know, behind all of it. And uh, Mike Love is going to be with us at uh, 5.05. Really looking forward to it. And I'm so excited that uh, 
next week, Thursday evening. The Beach Boys are in town. Yeah, they're going to be part of the uh, Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series. That's my uh, my buddy, Matt, Matt Krieger. Matt does an amazing job uh, up here. I mean, we're, we're at his concerts up here in Doswell all the time. And then down in Chesterfield does a great series down there. And the Beach Boys are coming to Doswell. So if you're in Chesterfield, you got to come up here. We're, we're, we're happy to have you. It's actually a, a pretty easy uh, jaunt. So Mike Love will be with us at 5.05 and... In the five o'clock hour, man, I got to do math again. You know, I don't like doing math. John Reed was uh, mocking me this morning, by the way. No, he really was. He was mocking me about math. Now, I get it. John's like really super smart, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I'm not a math person. So Mike Love will be with us at 5.05. I don't know. We'll talk with him for a while. Sometime after that, I'm going to give you a chance to win the uh, second pair of tickets for the Beach Boys. Okay. Uh, here's what I can tell you. It'll definitely be before 6 o'clock. That's a given. You know who else I saw today? I was thrilled to see him. It's been a while. Is is Gary Hess. I always tell you that uh, in the morning, 6 a.m., Gary is is the guy, first voice that I hear in most cases, delivers fantastic news right down the middle like you're supposed to. Good, good guy. Solid guy on every level. And I had a chance to catch up with him. Okay, so... Monday morning, make sure you're here, uh, Gary Hess at 6 a.m., then the John Reed program right after that, and coming up at 5.05, the OG, the Beach Boys OG, BBOG, Mike Love himself. It is 4.56, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is Friday. We have made it. Congratulations. Self-high fives all the way around. You know, tomorrow's my birthday, but my birthday present is actually happening on Thursday. Heidi is taking me to see one of my favorite bands, the Beach Boys. They're going to be at uh, Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series right up here in Doswell, Meadow Event Park. I am so stoked about this. And I have to uh, welcome to the program Mike Love. Mike, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Happy birthday, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That, ma- that makes you that makes you a Virgo. That is correct, sir. Yeah, my wife is September twelfth. You know, well. so I'm very familiar with how Virgos operate. So I'm going to try to be as really succinct and precise and good and, and accurate. On on this program that you're having me on to promote <laughs> the Beach Boys in at, 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 at what you call it park, yeah, at the Meadow Event Park, yes, yes. Meadow Event Park in Doswell. That is correct. Yeah, sir. yeah, well, I, yeah. I appreciate. I honestly, goodness, man, I'm so stoked to talk to you. I have been a fan for uh, for an awfully long time. Just grew up listening to. The music and uh, growing up in Philadelphia it was a little little difficult to emulate the lifestyle. We weren't exactly on the beach all the time, but uh, man, you just gave us hope. Well, there's always Atlantic City and and all that. You know, there's yeah. the Jersey Shore is pretty close by and it's awfully nice in parts parts of it. Yeah, beautiful. Well, so yeah, and and we're going back there this weekend. Actually, uh, uh, not that it's too relevant, but the, the, a couple of days after we do Doswell. 
We're going to be at See Here Now concert of festival, and we're on the show uh, the same day as the Foo Fighters are and Weezer's doing. They did California Girls on the tribute concert that uh, was on Easter Sunday on CBS. They had 20 different acts doing uh, 20 different songs by the Beach Boys, and it was pretty amazing, actually. John Legend did uh, Salem Sailor. Uh, uh, Let's see. uh, Oh, uh, our friends, uh, the Hanson group, Mm -hmm. the Hanson Boys, did Barbara Ann. Leanne Rimes, I think, did uh, Caroline No. And she she looked and sounded beautiful. So it was a very eclectic kind of thing, you know. Um, Michael McDonald did Don't Worry Baby with the harmonies supplied by Take Six. And it it was an amazing show. And and we sat there, just Brian, uh, Alan, myself, um, Bruce, and and David Marks, one of the original guitar players in our group. And um, we just sat there like it was the, the, what do you call it, the, the, the... the Kennedy Awards in Washington, where you just sit there and everybody does your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but that, listen, man, that's got to be cool. I would think you, you've you've inspired so many artists through the years, and then to have a tribute from from artists from from, from all generations. Yes, and all genres and all generations. And, and it, what's really nice about our music is the entire family can get with it. They can enjoy. I mean, the grandparents, the, their kids, the grandchildren, they can all come out and enjoy a, a, a night of, you know, entertainment together. Whereas that doesn't always happen. You know, sometimes the, right. the, the youngsters have their, their music and the oldsters have theirs and, and never the twain shall meet. But with the beach boys, I guess that harmony is the, the thread that weaves it all together. Uh, you, you have woven it together for an awfully long time. Mike Love is joining us. We were joking that you are the OG for the BB, right? The uh, the, the, the original uh, <laughs> when it comes to the Beach Boys. And you are still out on tour. You you just love the life, huh? Well, you know, the touring can be tiring and everything, but what's what's inspiring is the audience response. I mean, when you have little children wanting to hear Barbara Ann, you know, my 27-year-old youngest daughter, 27 years old, when she was a toddler, she would go up to the record player and go, ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba. She wanted to hear Barbara Ann. And there was a little, there was a little girl who, who did a special needs kind of thing. She didn't look sick, but she had a, a, a brain tumor. And, 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 uh, and they brought her backstage, and, and I asked her, what's your favorite song? She says, 409. Which is the flip side of Surf and Safari, a 45 that came out in 1962. Now, that's miraculous that the music can touch so many generations. Let, let me tell you something, Mike. You're, you're talking about how it touches people, the generations. Now, I've got three kids. My oldest guy is, is at Stanford. My youngest guy, we just dropped off at uh, Ithaca College. They've grown up with the Beach Boys in the background. And my daughter, who has very severe special needs and developmental disabilities, uh, she has two favorite bands. She loves the early Beatles, not later Beatles, but only early Beatles, and just about anything that you guys sing. So you have put so many smiles on Julia's face through the years. I'm I'm forever indebted to you. Well, it's a, it's it's a blessing to see that the effect that music can cut through all the surface dis- disabilities and connect with the heart and soul of, of just about anyone and everyone of any kind of age and any kind of ability. 
And that's a, a special blessing of the, that our music uh, can give to people, and that's why I love giving it. Uh, you know, every concert, every night, we are obsessed with recreating those songs as close to the record as humanly possible. And, um, I mean, we have friends that bring their kids. We have a very close friend who brings his uh, kid who's like 21 and autistic and, and well, actually, actually Downs. But he is he's so alert and so aware and so loves the music so much. And we actually have him out on stage. He's actually a, an attribute to our performance. You know, yeah. it's pretty miraculous and it's wonderful. And, and we love it. And we've also had letters and messages from people that were in Vietnam saying how our music helped them get through what they had to do. Yeah. One guy sitting next to me on a plane uh, who had been there? And had a, it turns out he had a couple of PhDs and everything. He told me, "Thank you for saving my life." Oh. I mean, when you see, hear things like that, how could you not want to go out and perform? Exactly. Oh my gosh, I I I, I just love this. Mike Love is joining us from the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys will be here in our little piece of central Virginia, Doswell, Meadow Event Park, Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Series. Now, that is uh, Thursday evening. I checked with Matt Krieger, who's in charge of all of this. There's some tickets that are left. I don't know why or how, but there are a couple of tickets that are left. I would go get them. I'm going to make sure it's up on social media. You know, uh, Mike, you mentioned uh, Virgo, right? Uh, you're, you yeah. have You've been a student, have you not, of, of astrology throughout the years? You're, you're known for, for meditation, <clears throat> transcendental meditation. Man, I would love to pick your brain about that because I, I, I just got to – sometimes I think, man, if I could get a handle on that, I'm not going to be a beach boy, but life would be a little bit better. Absolutely. Meditation, transcendental meditation in Sanskrit is called Raj Yoga. That means king's yoga. There are many types of yogas. The Hatha yoga is the postures that you, you normally associate with yoga. Jnana yoga is the mental yoga. And bhakti yoga is from the heart. Through devotion, you can reach enlightenment, like a Mother Teresa type of thing. Uh, you know, through, through the mind, you can, you can reach enlightenment, too. But Raj yoga is a simple technique. And it's called Transcendental Meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maharishi taught this technique, and it's so easily learned and so beneficial. Your blood pressure, you'll never get high blood pressure if you practice TM regularly. I mean, you might be predisposed to it genetically, right. but instead of taking those medications that, that have, what do you call it, uh, sometimes, you know, not such yeah. great side effects, yep. Yep. your brain has, is a pharmacy, and it will create all the positive things in the world for you if, if you know how to do it. And this, this is a big help to do that. Yeah. Keeps your mood up, keeps your energy level up, keeps the stress level down. Uh, that's, that's what the value of TM is to me, and I do it every day, a couple times a day, um, I'll meditate before our shows, and I can tell that in my 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 physical being right. and my intellect and 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 just energy, the whole thing is is clarified and fine tuned, so that you can bring that bring your best uh, efforts to the audience. I love that. Now, you think I'm joking when I say I'm gonna? Uh, I don't, I'm not gonna have a lot of time to pick your brain, Mike. But uh, part of this, uh, this whole birthday thing, the guys who uh, run it said, "Hey, 
before the show, you and Heidi get to go backstage. You'll do like a meet and greet. You get to meet uh, Mike and the, and the members of the Beach Boys. Oh, my God, this is this is such a perfect birthday present, and uh, this is like a good prelude to it. i got to ask you about the California girls, because at this point, there are, what, 30 million women who claim they were the inspiration for California oh. girls. What What is the real number, right? Somewhere between 1 and 30 million, I guess. Well, I think more than 30 million because yeah. as the Beach Boys can, went around, we went to Australia, Japan, Germany, England, uh, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, you name it. We were all over the place. Our music got us invited to go to these places. And in every situation, there are always wonderful looking ladies. And so we, we said we wish they all could be California girls. We're being inclusive. Yeah. People sometimes misunderstand and think we're, that the California girls are uh, the greatest or something. Well, that may be true because they're from all over the world. And so that's what the message of that song is. We wish they all could be California girls. And it, it, so it's, it's just an anthem appreciating the, the beauty of all these, uh, these girls all around the world. I love it. Mike, uh, again, I am so grateful to you for making time today. Uh, we're all excited about you coming uh, on Thursday to uh, the Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series, Meadow Event Park in Doswell. It's it's just going to be a great time. Uh, tell me officially at a Beach Boys concert, what what should I be wearing? What should you what? What should I be wearing? Oh, come on. That's got to be... Uh, <laughs> Don't you have a Tommy Bahama hanging in the middle of the closet somewhere? Dude, I've got a hundred Tommy Bahamas. That's my official uh, uniform. I just wanted to make sure it's still okay. That's because my wife said, no, well, you, should, you should look better. Uh, I thought, no, this is just, about fun. Yeah, just about anything is okay. And it, depending on the weather, obviously. That's why we used to, we called ourselves the Pendletons when we first started out because we were, we were a Pendleton Mills jacket if it was chilly on, on the beach. And uh, you know, that's like those that they're those the what are they? They're woolen woolen uh yeah, shirts or yeah. long sleeve, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, I'll bring one of those in case it gets a little chilly this time of year. It can the temperature can drop oh, towards yeah. the evening, so be be sure and do that. But right. in the meantime, what's underneath is is something very casual, very comfortable. You don't have to dress up. But you don't have to dress down either. You can look look good while feeling comfortable. That's the, the that's uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Jimmy Buffett told me that. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, some of my favorites. You're 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 listing them all, brother. Listen, Mike. I again thank you for being here. I'm I'm so excited to see you Thursday. Like I said, I'm going to get a chance apparently to go backstage, meet and greet, shake some hands, which is going to be wonderful, and uh, just keep doing what you're doing. You you know you've got billions of fans and uh, the impact you've had on their lives you may not appreciate fully but believe me when i tell you you've just put a lot of smiles on a lot of people well thank you jeff and i appreciate you getting the word out i really do and we'll see you next thursday yes sir in doswell that is mike love i'm telling you the man who was there at the very beginning with the beach boys he's going to be here atlantic union bank after hours concert series meadow event park in doswell i checked with matt krieger there are a handful of tickets left i don't know why i don't know how like i said but there are a handful of tickets left uh jump online get those tickets and moments from now i'm going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets for the beach boys all right
It is 518, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Radio WRVA. Yes, it is Friday. We have made it. Congratulations. Self high fives all the way around. Now, there are a couple of things that we need to do. Number one, I will provide you with a birthday smoker gift update. People have been asking. I, I, I feel compelled to share that. I'll do that. Not right now, but a few moments. Now. Oh, and I know I haven't forgotten. I've got another pair of tickets for the Beach Boys. The Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series this Thursday night, Meadow Event Park in Doswell. You just heard me chatting with uh, Mike Love, who was absolutely delightful. Uh, they're going to be here, and we want you to go. Uh, I'm going to be there. You could probably figure that out, right? So in, uh, I'm going to do some math. A couple of minutes, I will give you the chance to win those tickets. All right, stay where you are. You've got an opportunity to help. We've all got an opportunity to help, right? My friend uh, Kat, you know, Kat Simons is doing a big collection of pet foods. My buddy Tom Leonard helping her out, got a big thing over there. There's a real crisis right now with people who have pets. Uh, the, the cost of food has just gone nutty. You know, we've got two, as you know, right? Charlie and Pixie, and, and they're, they're, they're wonderful, wonderful dogs. We love them, and, and obviously they eat every day. But, man, you start looking at the cost. It's, wow, it's crazy. So Dr. Rand Wokstock said, uh, let's do something about it. He's the founder of Compassion Animal Project. And I'm happy to say that uh, the good doctor is with us. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? I am doing well, and uh, I'm excited for you to uh, share with us what what is happening in in Midlothian this weekend. Well, uh, tomorrow morning from 10 to 1 at uh, Holiday Barn Pet Resort, we're going to be giving away about 10,000 pounds of uh, pet food to the community. Anyone that shows up that has a need for that, uh, it's top-quality food from uh, major manufacturers. Uh, and we're going to give it to anyone that shows up and uh, and asks for it. Wow. Now, I think you made a mistake. Did you really say 10,000 pounds? Yep. We, uh, last year we did this and uh, gave away 25,000 pounds, but this year it's a little bit less because of the need around the country because of all the disasters that have been going on this year. Yeah. So things have been spread a little bit thin, but we did want to service the uh, the Richmond community where we've started. And uh, we still have 10,000 pounds, and uh, that's still an awful lot of food to, to give away. It sure is. So, so give us some details. Are you, are you telling me that anybody who needs the food can just show up and say, hey, I, I need a bag? Yep. You just drive into uh, the parking lot of the facility. There'll be a sign that directs you over to us, and uh, we'll ask some general questions as far as uh, how many pets you have and what their ages are, if they have any special dietary needs. And you don't even have to get out of your car. You just uh, drive around the horseshoe and we'll load it up right into your car and uh, should go rather quickly for you. And you can get on with your day and uh, we'll help uh, help you with the uh, high cost of pet foods these days and help keep your family together there. Oh, I love that. Dr. Rand Wokstock is joining us, the founder of Compassion Animal Project, and they're, they're going to be right here in uh, uh, Central Virginia down in Midlothian tomorrow in the morning to, uh, to help folks out. Now, we're dog people, despite the, name that our, despite the fact that our name is Cats. Uh, we're dog people. Uh, 
is it, is it is it limited to dogs, or are you you providing stuff for other types of pets? We have uh, quite a bit of cat food. There was uh, over the year and last year a shortage of cat food, but we do have uh, quite a bit of cat food uh, that'll be available tomorrow as well. Okay. Wow. So we have dry and canned uh, food that will be available. That is fantastic. All right, well, 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 Doc, give us the the, uh, the location and the times one more time, because I know folks are going to be writing this down. Sure, it'll be Holiday Barn Pet Resort on Johnston Willis Drive, and it's going to go from 10 a.m. to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for doing it, and thank you for being here. That is Dr. Rand Wokstock. He's the founder of Compassion Animal Project. So, um, a lot of people are in a tough way. Uh, I get it. Inflation is crazy. The economy is not uh, really very good. Uh, we, we don't. We try to ignore all these numbers, but the facts are the facts. And the cost of pet food has just skyrocketed. Unfortunately, there are people who well, said, "I can't afford them. We're just going to get rid of them." Don't do that. Don't do that. Here's a chance to uh, to go in, uh, get some food, absolutely free. Make sure your uh, your your furry residents are uh, are taken care of. So let me give you the update on the smoker. I know it's been one of those days we've had so much fun, eh, a couple of serious things, but it's it's a Friday. What can I tell you? Uh, I wanted, I thought, to give myself a smoker for my birthday. Well, actually, Heidi wanted me to give me a smoker for my birthday because because what what we have figured out after how many years have we been married? I know I've lost count. It's like 105, 106 years we've been married, but uh, she's, she's you know I never get you the what it is that you want. And you can just get it yourself, right? And I said, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, and by the way, I'm totally okay with that. I really, I, I am. So last year, as you know, it was the Tecovis boots. Now, she mocked me incessantly and mercilessly, but I got them. And I said, here, sign the card. I'll act surprised. And I love them. And since that time, I bought myself one pair. I have purchased three more pairs since then, uh, two traditional cowboy style, two lower, sort of like dressy that doesn't have a real cowboy flair to it. And that's it. I don't need any more. I, no, I really don't. I've got all I've ever that I'm ever going to need. I told her I'll be buried in one of these pairs of shoes. I'm good. And uh, so this year, she said, well, what, you get more boots? I said, nope. I'm done. I, I got everything I need. And uh, last year, I, I made a pilgrimage to... Uh, you know, like the Holy Land, the Tommy Bahama outlet up in, uh, where is it? Fredericksburg, Williamsburg, wherever the outlets are. And uh, stocked up on clothing because I, I dropped a whole bunch of weight. And now I'm good. I mean, my closet is fully stocked. Uh, I got everything I need. So what, what do I want? So I started looking at the smokers. I love the idea of getting back into smoking meat. I had an old style, almost like an oil drum thing years and years and years ago, but that thing was just such a pain to keep clean, and I failed miserably in that effort, so I haven't had one in, in a long time. It's probably 20 years, and now there's so uh, many out there, and some of them are so good, and they've got technology, and they've got an app on the phone, and they got this, so I started asking, and so many people wanted to uh, give me advice and great advice. But a lot of the great advices, you know, included smokers that were a thousand bucks. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not spending a thousand dollars on me. I got two kids in college, and uh, uh, Julia, who's I got to take care of forever. So I'm not spending that on me. And my buddy out in Arizona, the big uh, talk radio guru in uh, Phoenix, uh, said, "Hey, here's what I use. It's like two hundred bucks." 
And and he thought that was the way to go. So I said, okay. So I'm looking at that, looking at that. And then I decided maybe I'll do that. But here's what my real present to myself was. Um, you know, I just completed, uh, I guess it's just a month ago, six weeks ago, I got uh, board certified as a mental health coach. And it's taken me a while to get all that work done, but I got it done. So I've got my board certification as a mental health coach. Very proud of that. And I've decided that the money that I thought I would probably put into smokers and stuff like that, I'm actually going to put into a couple more courses, which will allow me to get a specialization to help with trauma. And then the other specialization is marriage and family. So that's my real gift to myself. My real investment in myself is is that. Uh, it's it's probably not very colorful. It doesn't sound very exciting. You can't really wrap it up and sign a card. But that's what my gift to me is. And like I said, my my buddy uh, said I've got a really good quality, relatively inexpensive smoker, and maybe maybe that's what you want to take a look at. So I think I'm going to take a look at that. But that's not going to be here in time for my birthday. Just so we're all we're all clear on that. All right, now that you know all about me, did I mention that I am going to the Beach Boys as part of this big birthday celebration? Would you like to go? Well, this is it, the final pair of tickets for the Beach Boys. I, I, I wanted you to sing some songs. And then, uh, look, as always, numbers were my enemy, so i got to make it easy on Jeremy. Poor Jeremy's been working really, really hard. And I, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Jeremy is just an amazing addition to the program, excellent, excellent producer, gets what we're doing, gets why we're doing it, and just happy to have him on the team. So I'm going to make his life a little bit easier. Um, There were five original members of the Beach Boys. We'll take caller number five, okay? 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Caller number five, you will get... A pair of tickets for the Beach Boys. Again, it's this Thursday night. Atlantic Union Bank After Hours Concert Series at Meadow Event Park in Doswell. 545, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Self High Five. Bam! It is Friday. Congratulations. We have made it. Self High Fives all the way around. <sighs> all right, it's been one of those days, has it not? I mean, in a in a good way. It, it has been a uh, a fantastic day, and I'm so torn here. <laughs> I got so much that I uh, I said I was going to cover that I thought we needed to cover some audio, and then I'm thinking, no, do we want to go out? Well, I'll tell you what, we we do have enough time here that you need to hear. Two cuts. The first one is Eric Adams. He's the mayor of New York City. Now, you remember the good, upstanding, uber left-wing Eric Adams trashed the governor of Texas, trashed the governor of Florida. How dare you not take care of illegal aliens? And then they said, okay, you want some illegal aliens? Here you go. Now he's having an absolute meltdown about how the illegal aliens are ruining New York City and it's so expensive. Cut number nine. Support and let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue 
will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just in Venezuela. Now we're in Ecuador. Now we're in Russia speaking, coming through Mexico. Now we're in uh, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. We got a $12 billion deficit that we're going to have to cut. Every service in this city is going to be impacted. All of us. And so I say to you, as I turn it over to you, this is some, some of the most educated, some of the most knowledgeable, probably more of my commissioners and deputy commissioners and chiefs live in this community. So as you asked me a question about migrants, tell me what role you played. How many of you organized to stop what they're doing to us? How many of you were part of the movement to say, we're seeing what this mayor is trying to do and they're destroying New York City. It's gonna to come to your neighborhoods. All of us are gonna be impacted by this. I said it last year when we had 15,000, I'm telling you now, with 110,000, the city we knew, we're about to lose. And we're all in this together, all of us. Staten Island saying, send them out to Manhattan. Manhattan is saying, send them out to Queens. Queens is saying, send them out to Brooklyn. No, it's not the game we can play. Hey, I've got an idea. Secure the freaking border. This is your policy, dude. Oh, now 10000 a month? Talk to the people in Texas who are getting 10000 a day. You hypocritical, phony, left-wing loser, you. What a despicable excuse for a mayor he is. You asked them to come. You wanted them. You mocked and insulted and ridiculed the Republican governors in Florida and in Texas who have been dealing with this for decades. You had all sorts of ugly names for them. It's your president and his true enablers, his true puppet masters who have decided, oh, we don't need a border. You created this problem. And I got news. It's going to destroy New York City. I'm sorry. Cry me a river. I, I don't see that as, the great, as a great loss. But, you know, maybe it's just me. How about cut number 10 as our uh, minister of propaganda, who, by the way, is now single. If anybody's, uh, you know, uh, looking for uh, a friend. And he uh, left as planned, as it was planned. Uh, he left uh, when there was a pause in the program in order to minimize to minimize his close contact with attendees uh, who are uh, who are about to participate in a reception, and uh, as you all reported that noticed that he left uh, uh, when there was a pause in the program because again he wanted to minimize uh, certainly uh, uh, his impact on folks who were there. Can I ask you how you know when Kareem Jean Pierre is lying? Exactly, her lips are moving. Joe Biden didn't leave the Medal of Honor. Uh, ceremony because he was trying to minimize contact. He wandered off the stage. He didn't turn and leave with purpose because this was planned. He wandered away. The man's out of it. He's completely and totally out of it. This is why we we refer to him, I, I say correctly, as our presidential meat puppet. There's nothing going on in Joe Biden's mind other than trying to figure out what time he's getting pudding and, you know, is there uh, is there another lie that he can tell? And all right, maybe every once in a while he thinks, huh, 
How do I protect my dumbest son, Fredo, from yet more criminal problems? Come on, man. Exactly my point. <sighs> All right. So tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., please make sure you are tuned in to hear In the Garage with Stan Andruski, the best weekend radio show anywhere on God's Green Earth. It is Friday. You know what that means, right? I wish you a Shabbat Shalom. If you are Hebraically challenged, it simply means have yourself a great weekend. God willing, we get the chance to do this all over again on Monday, starting at 3. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Adios and Viacom deals. Going home now to stay. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.